Hey guys, Dr. Lori Heap here and welcome to Five to Thrive. Today we're going to talk intrinsic motivation uh, and building your why that's the undercurrent of your goals and establishing that why firmly in your mind. In the Darn Cats lineup of intrinsic motivation that we talked about in episode five, so if you're scratching your head on what am I talking about Darn Cats, you got to go back to session five to get the overview of this. That has to do with intrinsic motivation. But R and N really, which are your reasons and needs, really have to do with your why underneath your goals. So when I'm coaching people, I encourage them to establish a why list for some of their major goals and put it on a piece of paper that's around them, maybe a sign or a whiteboard somewhere or on the notes section of their phone that they can pull it out, or better yet, a screensaver on some of those devices that you're using that have those major whys of your reasons and needs for pursuing this goal in your life. So here's what I want to encourage you to do initially is to take out something to record this on and come up with five of your just, why am I going after this? And how does it benefit me? for all of those major goals on your life list that you're pursuing right now. But now, after you do those kind of gut reaction, big picture, obvious whys, then we want to actually mine the depths of the whys by looking at how do these goals and establishing these things in my life benefit other areas of my life list, which basically means it leverages a couple of areas and pushes them forward or elevates them together. This is called leveraged goals on your life list. And so let me give you an example because we need to look at ways that certain goals benefit us directly and indirectly. Uh, so here, here's an example. Like let's say we've got the goal of being healthier, eating better, and exercising. Well, in general, an obvious why is you're probably going to have better focus and attention for everything which then that elevates, especially learning and profession and different activity goals that take focus and focus and attention and energy. So we're going to have more energy and more focus for everything if we start doing healthy habits. But next up, though, we're also going to have more energy for helping friends, or it can even be a little bit of a sub-purpose to you to be helpful to other people that you care about by modeling healthy lifestyles and supporting them in living this. So that could be adding to your meaning and purpose. It also can help you with stress management. So from a mental perspective, less stress equals more resilience, which means more everything on your life list. So health is pretty obvious and you can find a ton of reasons why and needs for you to go after this. Next up though, good study habits. Good study habits support mental and physical health, probably. Because if you've got good study habits, you're going to stress less. If you stress less, you'll probably punt exercise less, like a procrastinate working out and doing the healthy things from a physical activity perspective that you need. You also may have time to eat healthier because you'll have time to prepare better meals than do these grab and go things that are more like fast food stuff. Right. So good study habits indirectly probably impact your health, but it also could help you Keep your options open after graduation because maybe you don't need really high grades to get into your profession, but you know what? Good grades never hurt. And if you ever want to go back to graduate or school or something, you may want to like keep your options open for your lifetime by just, if you're doing it, why not do it well, 
right? And then also the good good time management skills and being on top of things, well, that can benefit everything for your lifetime. And if you've got good study habits as well, it might benefit your friendships because you'll be able to take time out because you're on top of things to spend with your friends or pursuing fun things in life outside of just school with those good time management skills. Now, finally, um, an example, developing your meaning and purpose is a very abstract goal, but finding your purpose, developing that in your life, it actually, if you look at all the areas of your life list, that is something that needs to be an undercurrent that elevates everything. So putting that on your list of spending time thinking about it and trying to figure that out would be a nice goal and it would be a motivator to go after it. Although I have to say when we do the meaning section in that session, you will be working on it. So more good stuff to come along those lines. But bottom line, any big picture goal needs to be integrated and leveraged with other areas of your life list. And we definitely want to make sure that we have firmly in mind all the whys that we're going after it. And if we do that and we've got that kind of why undercurrent, actually a lot of the little choices and epsilon cost choices that we have going on that might make us capitulate or, you know, rewind and go away from our goal. Well, those become just little speed bumps and no brainers in because we are just like that motivated by our why. So establish the why list, keep it around you as a reminder and keep adding to it over time as you're going towards your goal and you're experiencing those benefits. That's our whys. Now, next up, um, we're going to actually address that whole idea of boosting your confidence and your ability to make your goals happen that adds to our intrinsic motivation. 